everybody. Thanks so much for stopping by another live episode of Real Estate Titans. I'm your host, Greg Fowler, traveling throughout the marketplace, interviewing the top real estate professionals in our field, from realtors, lenders, builders, developers, residential or commercial, essentially gathering insight, inspiration, really drives and motivates these top producers above and beyond everybody else in what I would like to consider a real estate titan. Our very special guest and featured Titan for today, Chris Cowles. Chris, thanks so much for being on the show. Thanks, really Angel Face This is awesome. <laughs> I love this guy. So, um, you know, I'm really excited about this episode. I know that a lot of other people are as well. So, Chris, I just kind of want to dive into the series of questions for everybody out there to get to know you, uh, your background, your why, and everything along those lines. Um, so, tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Yeah. Well, first of all, thanks for having me on, man. I appreciate it. I've seen, obviously, I've seen a lot of these episodes. A lot of my mentors have already been on this uh, on this live thing, so uh, it's been great. And those people have given me what I have established so far, and I hope to give that forward. So, obviously, Chris Cowles with the Cutting Edge Realtors, the broker owner here, um, uh, born and raised in Littleton, Colorado. I guess uh, I've been a native my well all my life. Uh, I've been family's been here for forever in the Colorado Springs area. Left for college, did play some college baseball, and then uh, came back and. Uh, started in the real estate game so uh, it wasn't hard or it was uh, hard for me at first being 25 years old trying to figure out how to do this but with the guidance mentorship I had it was uh, over the years it's been uh, built upon and grown so um, I owe it to a lot of those other people so yeah from Littleton Colorado now here in Colorado Springs so wow so okay and that's that's obviously being from here and you know having a lot of mentors in your life I guess that leads yeah. into I mean, what got you into the business, Chris? Why real estate? Because yeah. that's a that's always a tricky question, yeah. right? So uh, what happened with who knows? <laughs> Why did this happen? So I, I actually knew at an early age what I was gonna do. It was either gonna be baseball, which I could not make into a living, um, or do real estate. And I actually wrote a, a paper in seventh grade for this thing called SOAR, hmm. and my counselor kind of guided us into this, and we had to. Uh, Say, hey, what would you like to do when you grow up? So I chose baseball and real estate. Obviously, uh, uncle of mine, had, I'd always looked up to him in that form and fashion, and that's what kind of got me into it. I'd always been interested in uh, entrepreneurship and a house, how a house you know, can make you money as well, too. So sure. um, that's what kind of got me in. I almost knew from in seventh grade what I was going to do if baseball didn't pan out. So that's what happened. Unreal. Yeah. So I, a lot of professionals, especially in the Titans, there's been a few of them that said, oh, no one ever thinks about being in real estate. You kind of just fall into it. I, so, did, I guess I was out of the norm a little bit. But yeah. once again, I think I was bit into that uh, into that side of things early. My dad owned a lumber company. So I, that was uh, he supplied it to some builders and things like that. So hmm. I just kind of knew, I, or maybe I was ingrained in it that way. Uh, and then having the aunt and uncle in this industry kind of guided me into that side of things. So, so in your yeah. blood, in a way, family lineage. A little bit, yeah. So yeah. Which, which is cool, which is yeah. great. So what was your progression in your career and, and obviously leading you up to being yeah. a broker owner of kind of, yeah. Sure. So the progression, I mean, starting out at 25 in, you know, 2000, I think it was five, six-ish time frame. Um, it was great right off the bat. I think I put three deals under contract and I thought I was awesome and the market was great. And then all three of those deals died like immediately. And I had like literally the worst year I've ever had in real estate. I think I made $11,000 in real estate. I was like, what am I doing? Um, and people in the company that I was at kept pushing like, dude, don't drop out, you know, stay with it. Uh, and that's what I did. And then every year the systems that I had implemented and that were uh, kind of, hey, this is what I think you should do. 
I just added to that to grow as fast as I possibly could, and it, and it happened. So it was a slow start for me, and I'm glad it was. I think I had to fight the age thing early, mm -hmm. um, uh, but it ultimately, obviously, it's worked out. So knowing the growth side to me is, I don't know, I wake up every morning kind of like, let's go, what do I got to do today? Mm -hmm. So kind of that checklist mind of where do I got to go, what do I got to do, what do I got to be to be better ultimately? Right. Obviously, those days are few and far to come by, but... Um, it just it's a pattern of growth for me okay. so yeah I think that's great and, and yeah. that obviously speaks volumes about you and your brand and yeah. talking about that age note because there are a lot of professionals that might be watching this right now that are are starting in the younger age range, totally and that's not the easiest thing right yeah but I mean you just keep pushing my stay in it right and find somebody that can guide you uh, to that next level and it may not be in your own brokerage it may be somebody that you look upon in another industry even um, that can help you get there. And it's somebody that will make you feel uncomfortable. And I think that that's the biggest thing is when they can question you and you're sitting back there kind of timid, um, that's when you know that you can go outside that, that zone. At least that's what happened for me for, sure. um, uh, for that growth. So stay in it if you're younger because time, time, time heals, you know what I mean? Especially if you're good at what you do. I know a lot of agents get out of the, the market way too soon. I think that are too good and they don't stay in it. I was one of those people that failed early mm -hmm. and then kept building up off that. So Huge advice. Yeah. That's big for everybody to listen to out there, especially in the younger yeah. demographic. And, you know, again, learn from this guy. He's done it. He's been there, done that. A lot of success and great reputation in the marketplace. So let's talk about your why, Chris. I sure. Mean, that's a big question for a lot of professionals and consumers who are watching yeah. this is, what gets you out of bed in the morning? What drives you to do what you do to the level that you do it? So this may be kind of, I don't like this word, like, it's so cliche to me, like, what's your why, right? <laughs> sure. and, and that's, and <laughs> Here I it is, it. this is live and real, everybody. Um, what's your why? Everybody has, it's my family, right? And then, don't get me wrong, that's what it is, right? I mean, sure. that's wife, kids, things like that. But I truly believe that there's something innate in you that gets you up in the morning and just drives you. So whether that be at 4.30 in the morning or 5.30 in the morning, it just clicks for me that's what it is so I look at that why and I look it's just an eight in me of how can I grow how can I help others grow to get to that level of where I think they can be and honestly it irritates me when I see somebody I think can have that potential and they don't get there hmm. um, and there's a lot of us out there I mean sure. to me I see it on a daily basis uh, that's why I always say surround yourself with people that you think can help you grow and if you don't know where you're going go do it find out mm -hmm. so uh, that you can try to get to that next level so yeah for me my why is of course the family yay right but more so um, that drive within sure it's just innate I can't explain it other than just getting up and going I love it. and doing and it it fuels me man mm -hmm. so and seeing people you know my, my agents on my team or in my brokerage and they're just starting to succeed whether they're new or they have 30 years in the industry and all of a sudden, bam, they have a great month and then they capitalize on that and keep growing. That's what fuels me. There's a there's a high to it that I can't explain. And I think once again, it comes from in there. So I love it, man. Yeah. I think that a lot of Titans that have been on the series can echo that, that drive, that fire that's burning inside. It's goal oriented. Yep. It's, it's hitting those high notes. But then something that I think really stood out to me during that was also the happiness and joy and fire that you get from others around you. It's not just your success, it's everybody's success around yeah. you, and that's beautiful. Yeah, I, so you're right, man. I don't know what it is. I don't care about like where I sit in the rankings. It's never fueled me. I'd love to see each one of my agents want to be number one or be where they want to be in their life. That's what gets me... 
fired up. I guess I was a captain on my college baseball team, and it was one of those things where I just knew I wasn't as talented as some of those guys. And we're talking first-rounders that made millions of dollars. But I, I, I wanted them to succeed, and I knew you could help guide them get there. It was a weird – and people always say, I want to be number one. It's just not who I am. I don't, I'm not a big fan of this kind of stuff either, but it just <laughs> – it helps. I think it helps me grow to see other people grow, and it's. I don't know if that's. Uh, it. I. I like to see that sure. uh, in other people grow, sure. so they can go do what they want to do someday and not have um, be inside that box. Right. You know what I mean? Unless you want to be, then fine. Hey, it's, <laughs> it's not for everybody. This no. is not the easiest. It's tough. But right. let, let's go into the growth vein uh, and kind of keep this moving forward. Yeah. So. When we look back at your career thus far, if you could pick or choose one or two things that you added or adjusted that took your business from one sure. level to the next, what does that look like? For yeah. You? Well, one, I knew being on a team always, uh, since the time I was little, whether it be sports or academics, I knew that I had to surround myself with people that, uh, that meant something to me. Okay. Um, and then I could see a little bit of like myself and them, I guess, and then vice versa. I could, I could see myself and them. Um, and that's really fueled me on the growth, growth level. Okay. Um, so I think that first step for me was to get around people that were successful okay. so that I could keep reaching and keep going on that growth pattern. Um, okay. I'd say that's the biggest thing for, that's, that's huge for I, me. So. I think so. And for, for a lot of people that are out there, you know, looking for a piece of advice or something, nothing ever, as far as I'm concerned, beats a mentorship. Right. Somebody who's been there, walked the talk, been through the trial and error. Why try to reinvent the wheel if right. you know that there's a path that's laid out? Um, you wouldn't have anybody specific that you want to shout out that really made an impact. I will, yeah. Totally, yeah. I mean, to, I just, so know. here's what I, obviously Larry Kendall was huge in, in, in Ninja Selling Systems. Um, you know, I was always told, hey, work harder, you know, and you're like, at, when you're new, it's like, at what? You know, you'd, you'd show up to the, to the office and you'd be like, uh, hey, uh, what am I supposed to do today? And I knew what I had to do. And then like, well, where do you go from here? Right. So if you haven't been trained to do that, so everybody would say, work harder, work harder, which is fine, but at what, right? Sure. So Larry Kendall gave me that process and system to get into place that I can push that in. And that's Ninja Selling. Obviously, it was okay. a huge thing. Uh, the previous company I was at, fantastic group. They had provided Larry Kendall at a, at a uh, uh, um, an event that we had, and it was it was awesome because he he laid it out there for me. And I know most realtors, you know, I think you got to think of yourself as a business owner. Mm -hmm. uh, they don't do that, so they don't understand that. Okay, yep, you can have the culture, the leads, the accountability, but if you don't have the processes and systems, which we probably aren't good at naturally, mm -hmm. um, you can you can fail quick. So. He laid that out for me, so I think that was the next big platform for me to get to that level. Okay, so. and that's big too. So mentorship, platform, systems. I yep. mean, hopefully everybody—that's great advice. You know, hopefully everybody was writing that down. That's really, really big stuff. It doesn't matter if you're new or seasoned in the business. That's the fundamental. So write that down. <laughs> let's go. You heard it from Chris, everybody. So let, let's go into the slightly difficult part of this uh, interview and sure. episode is the challenge question. So yeah. we all deal with challenges in life. Oh, right? man. Whether it's in the past, now, or into the future, but it's not so much what happens, but how we overcome. So yeah. if you could share a challenge with everybody out here that you overcame, that you become a stronger man because of, what does that look like for you? Sure. So to me, I, I can I can pinpoint to the day and hour of, of each of these events in my life. The first one, I was 18. Uh, I was at Columbine High School, which is still hard to talk about, but it made me, uh, uh, the shootings happened that year. It was April 20th, 1999. And... Uh, you know, you, you think you're kind of uh, uh, 
invincible, I guess. Sure. And not invincible, but you're just not mature. Mm -hmm. And then something like that happens to you, it just rocks your world. So uh, going through that, uh, that shooting and losing a friend and, and, and knowing uh, what it caused uh, to other people um, was hugely detrimental to me right up front. But then I realized, I looked back on it, and I was like, dude, that might have been one of the best things for me to, mm -hmm. to grow. Sure. I guess if you don't feel those pains, you'll never feel the highs, right? Correct. So that was a that was a hard uh, moment in my life um, at 18 years old, and and uh, you know you, you go to public high school and feel like everything's good and dandy, and then your your world's turned upside down, and you wow. you never go back there. You, you know I had to go off to college and try to figure it out, and it was uh, it was a different world for me at so quick in my life. Um, where it's not supposed to happen. Sure. So, and the other one is obviously um, my wife. So she is actually a recovering alcoholic. Okay. Uh, so that was, it was 2015, I had lost my grandpa. Um, that was a tough time in my life. My business was down because he was sick and then watching my wife go, uh, what she went through and trying to support her and still trying to run a business, that was probably one of the hardest times in my life. It was, those two times were pivotal uh, in my, not career, but life in general, sure. to try to hurdle those. Um, and knowing that, you know what, it's okay to talk about this stuff because it's, we all go through the crap or the crud. Everybody. It's accepting it, it's, or, and I was told by a good buddy of mine, uh, everybody goes through the shit, it's how well you hide it. Um, right so, uh, right now I feel like to me, I'm at that point where I can express some of that stuff yeah. and know that people out there, uh, you may have somebody that's a, uh, uses drugs or alcohol or um, just in a funky place you can you you can utilize other people that have been in that area uh, but be willing to talk about it and open I know that's hard sometimes to be willing to open and talk about it with those people that you may feel in that comfort zone and to find those people is hard because sure. people like to hold it in um, so yeah that was awesome and since then I mean once again you hit those lows and then all of a sudden you're you're on a high, but I don't think life could be any other way or else it'd be, we wouldn't be here, right? It's so Correct. boring. Correct. So, I mean, you, you have some really good points in there. Um, you know, without the light, there's no darkness or vice versa, yeah. positive and negative. And I think that you, you can take that and let it defeat you or you can take that and absorb and try to be as positive yeah. with the outcome. And, and you had some really positive things. I know that a lot of people are going to take that to heart, reach out. Um, we all deal with things. Just talk to a friend, a confidant. Don't do it alone. No yep. one does it alone, truly. Right. Um, you know, when it comes to passing away in the family, that's got to be one of the hardest things to deal it with. It is, man. Know, I, so. Yeah, and, I, and I've been fortunate enough to have a huge, loving family that's awesome. So that was a, it's like a punch to the gut, man. I just, it was just a hard time in my life. So sure. trying to look for people, and, and my family is a huge support. And my wife is obviously my biggest supporter. So I couldn't obviously do some of this stuff without her cliche moment yeah there, but. No, but it's true he's being real everybody this is good this is good well chris thanks so much for sharing that i know that's not easy to do to kind of air your laundry out there but uh, at least it, you know this really humanizes um the titan to really understand that we're all people we're all human yeah. we all deal with things um but we got to overcome them we got to keep moving forward yep. positive so yeah, and i think the biggest thing real quick is just yeah, to yeah. accept it mm -hmm. and then yeah you can dwell on it dwell on it a little bit and then get past it just go so that's that's my take. Obviously, you can take those points and you can start to uh, um, build off those in a positive manner. So anything negative you have in your life, yeah, guess what? It's negative, but how can you flip that into a positive? And, and as you grow, I think maturity helps that in age and things like that.
for, for some of us. For yeah, some yeah. Us, you know, <laughs> different age ranges all uh, yeah. happens. But no, okay, so let's go on a slightly softer side so everybody can take yeah. a breather here. Like, <laughs> so if you could travel back in time, Chris, and give your younger self a piece of advice or two, what would you say to little Chris? Yeah. Any, anything at all? Um, save for taxes. <laughs> <laughs> this is the honest truth, everybody. No, I, I, uh, honestly, I think if I look back at it, I wouldn't change a darn thing okay. other than just saying, uh, maybe cutting that learning curve in half um, and maybe listening a little bit more to some of that mentorship that I had wow. from the get-go. Um, and, and sometimes it wasn't always just right in front of me. I, you, had to kind of, you had to go look for it. Mm -hmm. So I think I would have rather cut that, that learning experience in half by going out and doing more and wow. finding more, right? So um, uh, the time management side, I was lucky to have one of your other Titans, Brian Mack, who was very uh, time-centric. I mean, he was, uh, we coached some baseball together when mm -hmm. we were younger. He was so just time-oriented, and so I learned a lot from him on that side of things, huh. of just utilizing your time, and, but utilizing it effectively, wow. uh, and time blocking. And then obviously Frank, my uncle, Finelli, he was one of the original founders at uh, the Platinum Group, uh, an honorary uh, um, founder, and it was, it, it's amazing to see the art form that he had with caring for people and giving to people hmm. uh, verbally, things like that, that, could, that you, could, you could feel that warmth from him. So, um, those those things and refining them helped on that on that scale. So okay. uh, I would have told myself to get to those people quicker, some way, shape, or form. So wow. yeah, yeah. And, and that's that's big advice, not just for young Chris, but again, everybody out there who is you know watching and listening to this is you know take heed, listen to the others that have had the success, try to get in front of people. It's interesting that there's so many people that are afraid to talk to titans or, or to top producers in any field, but you'll find that once you have the courage to ask yeah. and you're inquisitive, they want to share. Oh, totally. I think, I, to. I, once again, Debbie Reardon, I got to give a shout out to you. Oh, she always so told me, I know, she was always, I always looked at her board when I was 25 or 26 and she'd have like 40 listings and 15 under contract <laughs> and her average price was like 500 grand. Yeah. And I was like, Debbie, how are you doing this? She was such an open door policy. Mm -hmm. And to this day, I take that and I try to pass on to whoever I can. Vice versa, I remember her coming to me when I was 27 years old wow. and saying, how would you do this? And I was like, fantastic, you know, why is Debbie who does, you know, 30 million in production when yeah. nobody was doing 30 million in production uh, asking me this. And it was such like a, a pivotal moment for me to look back now and say, how, how do these younger people, how are they doing this, mm -hmm. right? And, and to ask them, what do you think? So I, I don't wow. think we go outside that box once you get into the, to a, a Titan level mm -hmm. yeah. of going back and reverting back to some of the stuff that may have brought you there um, and going to ask for help from the younger people mm -hmm. or the younger agents of how they might do something to think outside that box. That's big, and, and that's huge advice out to the other top professionals and producers, and a lot of them know this. They're constantly learning, constantly growing, yeah. and none of them will ever say they know it all. No. So I think that that's a huge note for everybody to take. If you think you know it all, you're wrong, uh, and you should change that attitude and keep asking. It doesn't matter where you're at in life. So that was yeah. really, really big stuff. Yeah. And shout out to Debbie, fellow Titan, so yep. hopefully you're watching. But uh, okay, so let's go into the feeding of the mind question, because this is really important. A lot of the viewers sure. want to know what these Titans are learning and how they're continually growing. So books you're reading, podcasts sure. you listen to, influencers on social media, coaches, what does that look like for you? How yeah, do you consume love it? Maxwell's stuff, the leadership stuff that's amazing to me. Um, read a lot of his stuff. Okay. Uh, 
I love the, uh, I'm the kind of a quick YouTuber guy in the morning. Oh, nice. Um, nice. Just quick po po or positive YouTubes from like David Goggins. He's a little intense, but okay. it's okay. kind of neat to know that kind of stuff's out there. Gary Vaynerchuk, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and then what I take from it is obviously just, just go do it. Now you can watch these things all day long, but if you don't take any action to it, it there's no there's no need to it. So, so yeah, so action creates action. Um, I think you have to, to get it up. If it provides a spark, great. Um, but I think it, you just got to act on it and go do it. Just go do it. So that's my kind of mantra, I guess. It's just figure it out. And if not, the time, I guess I learned this. By the time I thought about what I could have done, uh, I could have already done it and figured out if it worked or not. Anyway, so. <laughs> that's huge. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. Okay, yes. so that, that, but that's it. You mentioned mantra. So, I mean, yeah. and just for everybody, I'll have all the um, links in the comments below as far as the different uh, podcasts, you know, uh, videos and things that Chris is feeding his mind. But yeah. you mentioned mantra. So, yeah. if you could sum up your brand as sure. a man with a quote or a mantra that you live by, what does that look like for Chris? Oh, Cowley? man. Cliche again? Yes, <laughs> yes. Here we go. We're full of them. The today. brand? I mean, the brand of Chris Cowles? Yes, you as a man. Every I've time. never really thought of it honestly I don't know okay. why I mean that's kind of a, a stumper for me but okay I think hopefully someone that has given back I think I, I have that coaching mentality where I love to sit down with people and say hey where do you think you can get better uh -huh. I hope that that I can give that back to what's been given to me by a lot of people that uh, uh, that I love and respect in this industry whether I talk to them now or uh, that relationships has come and gone okay. uh, that I think that's what I hope I'm known for is hey Chris help me get to this next level Love it. so yeah that's what I would I would uh, brand myself I guess that was, that was uh, good that's yeah good. so hopefully getting those people to the next level one way or another so yeah now Chris this was a phenomenal episode chock full of awesome information yeah. I know that everybody took a lot out of that so I just want to say you're an official real estate titan my yeah. friend thanks buddy thanks so much for being Angel on the face show. Fowler yes my friend <laughs> so hey everybody thanks so much for your time and attention as always live every Tuesday and Friday afternoons different titan different location I appreciate your love and support and we'll catch you on the next live episode of real estate titans take care thanks guys